Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Podcast. This is your host, Jay Dub. I have a special show, part two of a two-part series. After 25 years, we got a reunion of the undefeated Palato High School 1993 State Championship Hoops team. Met up at the Palato High School's uh, new state-of-the-art gym to run, compete again, and most importantly, reconnect. It's a beautiful facility. It's amazing to think uh, the changes that has happened some subtle, some not so subtle to uh, Palo Alto over the last 25 years. But as you heard in the first part, if you haven't heard that, it was with our uh, spiritual assistant coach and um, kind of summer league coach and father of one of my close friends and uh, star of a team, Richard Weaver. As Mr. Weaver said, you know, what was special about this group was the camaraderie, the willingness to compete, have fun. But what really made the thing special, and I'll try to find some links and post them to YouTube, but was, uh, and I actually forgot about this, but there was almost a poetry on the floor. The passing, you know, we, you'd watch sequences where the ball didn't touch the floor from rebound to layup. Uh, and even in the half court sets, the the offense was such where it was, it was a very flow back cut, screen, move the ball. It was not dribble heavy at all. It was about getting good open shots, counters to counters. It really was poetry. And I, you know, I hate to say this, obviously I'm biased, but it was truly kind of what the Warriors and this open floor basketball uh, has, has ushered in. We were doing that back in 92, 93 with tons of three-point shots, but always high percentage wide open shots. I was always looking for that. So it was a great opportunity, and this part is a little vignettes, uh, interviews with with a handful, actually about eight of the members of the team, uh, nine including myself, who's doing the interviewing, and uh, it's great. I think uh, what I will say is um, this group was remarkable for nothing more than being a collection of advantaged, hardworking, fortunate to have been born and grown up in such a special place. We were recognized in the U.S. Congress by U.S. Uh, Representative Anna Eshu for academic achievement. Obviously, the athletic achievement got us there, but the team had an incredible GPA. I think, uh, I forget exactly how many, but a handful of us went to Ivy League schools. I think four of the team ended up going to, five of the team ended up going to Stanford, I believe. Um, may have missed that by one. But we've just all gone on to have families and seemingly have um, all fulfilled uh, kind of doing work we're proud of and, and have become role models. By being just who we are, nothing more, nothing less, you know, none of us have solved world hunger or peace. But you know what you'll hear is a collection of the values we learned, the friendships we formed, and the bond that we created that, that no matter how much time has passed, you know what was great about this event was it showed that that experience it bonded us together. So I hope you enjoy these quick interviews with the members of the team, you know, asking them really what the experience taught them, what they remember, and how it's impacted their lives. So here it is on the flip side. Okay, Scott Young, welcome. It's been uh, 26 years since the uh, fateful season. Uh, and this is actually the first time I think we've all gotten back together, but great to have you on. How you doing? Doing great, glad to be here. Caught off guard by all this, but hey, nice. we're well, rolling that, with it. That's the whole goal. So uh, real quick, what was your biggest memory? Like as you think back 26 years from the team, what kind of keeps always coming back to you? I would say probably a few things. Uh, one, just being such an underdog. And the way that without kind of like any really kind of breakout stars, some really stellar players, but the fact that we were able to win the whole thing, primarily what seemed through teamwork and years and years of kind of people playing together and really playing well together and operating as a team, we're able to beat a team that had just amazing superstars in the championship game. Yeah. What's the thing that comes to mind whenever the, the team comes up? Was there a time in practice or a game 
I remember kind of the passing on the fast breaks and the constant kind of fast break practicing that we always did, where it was like pass, pass, layup. And then I remember in the championship game, I still remember um, being out on the floor and when Morningside circled us. And basically, it just seemed like a hopeless cause from the beginning. Like they were just so big, such fantastic athletes. I remember them just getting up above the rim and just kind of dropping it in. And it kind of seemed like a hopeless battle. And that's kind of what sticks with me, but then just kind of the, the teamwork, kind of everybody playing together and, and pulling through and, and able to kind of get the lead and then seeing Morningside kind of fall apart once they fell behind. That's a good one, actually. I remember being out on the court and them doing that, and uh, especially how we started the game. It yeah. was, we were a little bit off. Um, yeah. So, any other thoughts or memories? Um, not so much about the team, but like you were asking kind of what has stuck with me and kind of taken with me over the years. And I, and I would say one, it was kind of the, the teamwork. Like I was saying, I mentioned it multiple times, but, but really once I got into the military, it's kind of keeping that mentality, I thought was really a critical piece of both athletics and kind of military endeavors. And it really carried with me in what I did over the following years. That's awesome. And you, you now reside here in Palo Alto, back. I do, I didn't want to do the military my whole life. So I um, gave that up and, and came back to the Bay Area. And what do you do for a living? Uh, right now I am an engineer, leading engineers, building products for tech companies. Nice, awesome. I guess that's like most of us somehow <laughs> somehow in the industry. So, hey, when you, when you grow up at Ground Zero, you might as well join the uh, the opportunity. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's it's kind of the job market here back in the Bay Area. Exactly. Well, Scott, hey, thank you very much for joining. It's awesome seeing you. It's good to get everybody together. Hey, Josh, thanks for helping organize all this. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, welcome, Dave Weaver. I have a bunch of questions for you, and actually we could spend a lot more time because you're sort of the team historian down to uh, points, assist, turnovers, steals, by player, by game. A fantastic, amazing memory. But let me start off with this. We walk into the gym, start of the year, preseason practice. You declare we're going 31-0, which just happened to be your uniform number, so that was a nice uh, twist. Did you believe it? I, I did believe it just because I looked at the schedule seeing who we had in league, who we had in the preseason tournaments. And in my mind, based on how we had done the year before and who I knew was coming back for all of those teams, I said, there's no way any of those teams are going to beat us. And then, you know, that kind of carried through CCS. Once NorCal's and, you know, state championship hit, I knew it was a complete crapshoot. But up through CCS, I really, truly believe we'd be undefeated. So I've got a couple of questions about, like, memories of the team, what you carry with you and teamwork. But before we get there real quick, did you feel, um, there's sort of a sense of like purpose and confidence, but I never felt like the team was cocky. I don't ever remember going into a game being like, oh, we're going to win by 60, or even games that where we potentially could lose, like Morningside in the championship game, we never had a sense of like, we were going to lose. We always felt like we were in the game, but we never took any game for granted. Did you feel that? Definitely. Um, you know, I, I wanted, I, the thing I wanted to do most each game was run, fast break, and put on a show as much as we could. And I, did, I wanted to beat teams by 30 each time and felt like I was disappointed when games were close. The only game where I felt that we were cocky and acted as if there was no way we were going to be beat and we played horribly because of it was gun at gun. And immediately after the game, Earl Hansen, our football coach, came up to me and said, if you guys play like that again, you're going to lose. He was more disappointed in us than anybody after that game. So what's, um, the, what's the thing, the memory you take from it now, 26 years later? Uh, and there's so many different memories. I'd say that, um, you know, one memory I have that sticks out, probably the one that sticks out the most was playing in the state championship game. 
and remembering how nervous I was beforehand. But then once the game started, I remember telling a referee just kind of randomly, this is the most fun I've ever had on a basketball court. It was just, it was what I'd wanted to do for, you know, six years. And the fact that I was there and enjoying it is a memory that I take personally away from it. Another one that I have is after completing a fast break, I think Mikey and Grant did a two-on-one and the crowd at the Oakland Coliseum just erupting. And that was the loudest I'd ever heard anything that I'd been playing in and just getting shivers while I was on the court and just really having this feeling like we're going to win this game. And then the third one would be after the game was over, uh, hugging Grant and, you know, us both saying to each other, we did this. Can you believe we did this? Um, what else do you take from it? Like when you think about just like, like what lessons have you applied in your life from it, the, if any? The cliche of like the sum being uh, greater than the whole of the parts, um, just chemistry and knowing when you have a common purpose and are working together and when you're selfless, that great things can be achieved. Um, and it's, you know, I've never had a better experience in that regard where it is, I think that just in terms of applying that to work and just being selfless at work and trying to get other people to be selfless at work and not care so much about their individual accolades, but you know, what is the overall goal? Who cares who gets the credit? Let's get this job done and do it well. And I, that w- I would say it was probably one of the most applicable things to real life. Yeah, that's cool. Well, Dave, hey, I appreciate you coming on and uh, I'm excited for the final product getting thanks, all these uh, yeah, voices thanks, in here, so. Thanks for having me. This is pretty exciting stuff. Cool. Well, I, take care. All right. Okay, welcome. Elon Benyakov, teammate from the 93 team. It's been 26 years since uh, we actually have all gotten together. It's kind of crazy. That's right. Um, well, first off, what are you up to? I'm teaching professor at UC Santa Barbara and yep. work with a lot of the local companies there on tech and engineering projects. And yeah. So you're living the dream in Santa Barbara. Yep. When, what, uh, you, and dream. you were at Sonus for a while. You left. No, my wife was at Sonus. Oh, your wife been, was at Sonus. I do, okay. I do some work at Appeal Sciences. Okay. And tr- I worked at Transform, and but went to UCSB after I left Palo Alto, and I never, never left. That's awesome. I, uh, I'm a huge Sonus fan, so yeah, that's why I keep good. coming back to it's it. It's like good. top of mind. I actually see the founder every week or two. That's awesome. Yeah. So, what is sort of your memory from that experience? Yeah, it was. So, you know, I probably knew out of all the people on the team, I knew most of them since first, second, third grade. And so, like, it was a group of us who just kind of grew up together. We all knew each other. We were all we were all playing all kinds of sports and doing all kinds of other things since we were little kids. And this is kind of like, you know, it, it ended up, that was kind of the dream, like, you know, get everybody together and work hard for... 10, 11 years, and it all kind of came together that one year. Yeah, it culminated. Uh-huh. Uh, what are the, the things that, like, are there lessons you learned from the experience? Yeah, I mean, just being part of a group like that, it was, you know, we still get, like, I still keep in touch with some of the guys on the team, and, like, just knowing what it feels like to be part of a group like that makes you kind of want to be involved and and it's motivating it it's rewarding and makes you want to be part of a group you know i'd say i've come to appreciate a lot more like now you know as a as an instructor at university and i see a lot of people who are really focused on grades and kind of individually doing their coursework well and i run these group projects which are mostly five-person projects, which actually really is really similar to dynamic to what you get on a basketball court. And I've got thousands of analogies that I can give you, but 
but like the best groups that we have on these projects are not ones where everybody's in uh, 4.0 student all-star but you get kind of a mix of talent and working together and sort of leveraging different talents that each individual has and when you've got when they, the, the best groups are ones that can really kind of put that together and do a great job and that's what this team did we didn't have the fastest or the biggest or the strongest guys necessarily on the court but when you got us all together we knew how to make it happen yeah that's well said well, Elon, I really appreciate you joining. It's awesome seeing you. I'm excited to get on the court with you. I'm looking forward to it, too. Well, thanks. Okay. Welcome to Chad Smith to the uh, to the recording here. Another, hey, now. Another member of the uh, illustrious 92-93 uh, undefeated state championship team. What are you up to now? What do you do? I, uh, I'm living up in Petaluma with the family and uh, working for, just got acquired by a company called J-Bill. 200,000 employees, passed the drug test, so pretty stoked on that. <laughs> nice. And how many kids? Three kids. Okay, nice three kids. And the whole Smith family's up in Petaluma now. Yep, both sisters, their families, parents, Yeah. still you holding on. Kind of living the dream. You got a compound up there now? Yeah, kind of. We were hoping for a little more um, of uh, some childcare help when we moved up there. It didn't yeah. quite materialize. Well, you were the third in line, man. Yeah. You should have had kids earlier. Right, so we're on our own. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so on the team front, so I want to talk a little bit about memories and then kind of what you learned from it, what you've taken from it. So let's start. What was your the fondest memory? When you think back to the team, what do you think about? Uh, fondest memory, I mean, because this team really started when we were in grade school, right? So real fond memory of getting our first fast break where the ball didn't touch the floor and uh, Coach Weaver took us all to get milkshakes at Peninsula Creamery. And that's something that I've tried to preach when I've done youth coaching. And I just think we're a lot better than the kids I'm coaching because just trying to get them to do kind of follow any play, you know, you get a handful of kids that are incented to do it, but we just had a bunch of competitive guys that um, really, you know, regardless of their skill level, just wanted to get better and want to be part of the team. And I think that's hard to find. Yeah. And so you sort of touched on it there, but let's elaborate a little bit about learnings, the things you've taken from that you've applied in your life, your job, coaching you sports. What, well, are those, uh, what are the core things there? Playing with this group didn't help us out a lot in learning how to deal with losing. <laughs> um, that was something that had to come later. But really just, I think, no matter you know how good the individuals are on your team, how good the skill level is, if if you're not all bought in together and working together for the same goal, then then you're not going to be as good as the team that is. And so that's been kind of one of the, the main deal. I think it was something I wrote about to uh, get into college, too. It was just kind of the privilege of having the opportunity to be on that team was great because we certainly weren't, you know, the all-stars. We played against teams that had, you know, better guys who were more athletic than we were, but didn't play against anyone that, played as well as a team and that's why we went 31 and oh uh it was a great season one thing was would touch on though is that year before i thought the loss which was a heartbreaking loss the team that went on to go to the title and lose to the team we'd beat next year i thought that was a really good learning experience because i think we thought we were in that game 
we weren't cocky by any means. They were definitely an athletically better team. Yeah. Um, and we were in that game, winning most of the game, and then kind of lost there at the end. So we did kind of deal with losing a little bit the year before. Sure, and it primed sure. us for the next season. Sure. Do you think that was a factor? I was blowing past all those details, trying to memorialize <laughs> just the just winning. the success, yeah. Um, no, that, I mean, look, that was a heartbreaking loss, but it also was was key for us because we roared back there at the end and you know if we had played another five minutes we would have won that game and I think part of it was we came out a little scared didn't quite get into the groove of the game and then then we just started playing with a little less fear and I think also if you look at kind of how we played as juniors versus how we played as seniors I think Barrett really letting us I mean if you look back at our tapes it's crazy how kind of careless we were with the ball I mean we were just throwing it up the court if we had the smallest window and it was the pace that we played at before shot clock was crazy it was like basically an NBA pace today and the amount of threes that Thompson fired up and I mean he really let the reins go a little bit that senior year and I think some of that happened in that loss to uh, Seaside yeah Seaside that was the last good Seaside team ever yeah Okay, Chad. Hey, it was great having you on. Always great to see you. You always push me off early. I feel like I messed up. What did I do this time? (laughs) You're part of the core culture and personality of the entire squad, let alone. So, no, no, just trying to keep it tight. We actually went really long. So, you you got like twice as much time as everybody else. Okay, all right. Feel good about that. Shout out to the sponsors. Yeah. Tommy John's. Tommy John's. Yeah. Molecule Labs, too. Molecule Labs. Get your vapes. Yeah. (laughs) Cheers. Okay, welcome Jimmy Ferris to the pod, another member of the team. Welcome. Hey, Josh. Thanks for having me. Uh, So what are you up to these days? What am I up to? I was thinking about that. So my main occupation is uh, raising my four kids. Okay, that's a a stellar um, occupation. And we just got a puppy, so we have a big, big, big brood. That's uh, that would be my main focus, I would say, and then I also work. Nice. Um, is it four so kids. Four kids in, isn't enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I'm in uh, real estate investment management, and started a business in that uh, a while back, and it's gone really well. Nice. And where do you live? In uh, Hillsboro. Yeah. Okay. So you're still yeah, local. So still in the peninsula. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Congrats. So it's nice. Yeah. I've been trying. We. So my wife is from. Her her family's from San Francisco. And um, she is a diehard city person, you know, San Francisco forever. When I proposed to her, I told her I wanted to move to San Diego, and she started to cry. So I never thought I'd get her out of the city. I've always wanted to come back to the peninsula because I loved it down here. And and we got back um, about three years ago. Okay, awesome. Okay, so we've been kind of talking with each person on the team about their memory. So what's the memory you have from that experience 26 years ago? The one memory? Yeah, what's the thing that comes to mind? What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about um, the team? I think friends, you know, I made some great friends. You know, I, I look back on uh, on that team and some of the guys that were on it and, you know, some of the best people I think that I've met uh, growing up, you know, all good. I was thinking about it today and, you know, we would um, we would pump each other up, you know. Always competitive but everybody would pump each other up and there was such a good chemistry. And I, I was talking to the um, the new high school coach, I forget his name, Yeah. but I told, that was really the difference I thought between our team and, and the other team that we beat in the state championship yeah. was the chemistry because guys had been playing together for 25, not 20 years at that time. 
<laughs> yeah. But, but, 15 yeah, years. 15, like 12, maybe 11, 12, 12 years. years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody everybody supported each other. You know, like you and I, we were, we were probably uh, 14th and 15th men, but we still supported the team. We were positive. We had fun, you know. Yeah, so I would say that that's probably the biggest thing that stands out. And when you think about, like, you know, throughout your life or kind of managing your business now or your, your four kids, what, what are the lessons that you maybe took from that experience and apply? Um, I think, uh, you know, I would say that, you know, you really, you really need to honor your relationships in your life, you know, the good ones that you have. And, you know, there's the good people that you meet, you know, because not everybody out there is has the integrity and, and has the loyalty that some of the people that I met in Palo Alto did. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we're here 26 years later with guys that haven't seen each other in multiple years, I would say. And, and there's still, there's still a bond and, and a support that I talked about before. So, yeah. I, I don't think I've seen you in probably at least a decade. 20 or, maybe yeah. 20. Maybe I think 20. We met a, I think I ran into you at one of those Thanksgiving parties or something like that. Yeah. Back back um, when we were fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah, back when we were we were dumb yeah. and stupid still. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, hey Jimmy, I really appreciate you being on. It's been awesome seeing you and seeing everybody. Uh, I think we got a little bit more run in our, in our in ourselves, right? That's right. Nice. All right. Thanks, Josh. Cool. Have a great holiday. Okay, you too. Bye bye. Okay, I'm happy to welcome Mark Thompson to the the podcast. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Love to have fans out here, Wetzel. Uh, so uh, Thompson was our resident three shooter. Uh, before we get into the content. Do you think you came before your time? You know, Weaver sometimes likes to give me a lot of credit. We know Weaver and Chad, they're, you know, selfless guys out there. They like to give me a lot of credit that I could play with this game. But I've seen the youngins now. There's too much speed. I was just right because I was on a team that passed the ball a little bit. We have DJ sometimes maybe he'd try to do that extra pass, maybe be too hot with that ball. Johnson's. You know, but but, uh, but it was it was a pleasure to play with our team. We had just the right team because we moved the ball all the time. So if you yeah. had an open shot, they were going to find you. We pushed the ball. But advanced analytics would have said we should have shot more threes, particularly with you. Absolutely. You know, Chad would probably would have been our best conduit for taking advantage of that, given his three-point, all-time three-point percentage of 1,000, two for two. So, you know, stats would have said, just let Chad post up and shoot every time from three. Right. Nice. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's start from the top. So uh, what are you up to? Uh, living down in San Luis Obispo, married, uh, finally found my best friend and married her last year, Andrea, called Dre Day. Nice, nice, <laughs> um, congrats. She, thank you. And uh, she's great, so brought a little blended family, brought two boys to the mix, 16-year-old and a 13, awesome. along with my daughter who's 13. So now it's kind of the perfect family. I, yeah, you know, always mi- what I wanted. Mini Brady Bunch. Exactly, absolutely. Nice. And uh, okay, so team, what's the first memory that comes to mind when you think about it? Uh, you know, first memory that probably comes to mind is us getting on the bus, kind of like, you know, Coach B saying, you know, we're off like a herd of turtles, you know, Vaughn cracking some jokes right back at him, all of us in the back of the bus just kind of cracking up. It's that camaraderie. It's not, I tell my daughter this all the time, it's not necessarily the time on the court, it's, it's the friendships off the court. It's a little cheesy, corny, but that's what, that's what I remember. Yeah, well, that's, that's, what, that's what sticks with you. So lessons learned, things you've applied in your life or to raising your daughter, or the, the, the yeah. boys, whatever, whatever it may be, right. what, what, are, what are those? You know, I, first and foremost, I think it was how to apply yourself and work hard and find ways to be the best, to be a winner. And I think that finally has paid off for me with my Palo Alto Fantasy Football League, Jankster Cup Championship. It had been a long time. 
So I beat uh, Chad and actually smacked him down pretty good this last weekend. I know he thought he had a chance, but you know I'm up 40 going into tonight. So and, and who's left for him? All he has is Devonte Adams. And Palo so Alto I'm a alum. little worried. Yeah, Palo a little alum. worried right there. That you know we're all coming back to Pally today. Maybe it's that special sauce that allows him to to do it up for whatever eight touchdowns that he needs tonight. His name's on the wall just like yours. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, what else? What, you, what else when you think about the team, what I experienced that like, um, stays with you? You know, I, I think it was the off-season workouts. I think what made that team, it was kind of Richard Weaver, my dad helping out yeah. kind of from a young age and yep. all of us playing together. And so it was kind of knowing where you are on the floor. It's what you can't put a, a premium on. It's the time spent that you know where the other person's going to be. You've seen where they like to shoot shots from for 10, 15 years, yep. and, and you know where they're going to be on the floor. And then also just the time you put in, how hard you work running stadiums at Stanford, you know, yep. Weaver and Benyon and Vaughn and I puking running stadiums, trying to, you know, do everything we could to make it a memory by going as far as we could in, in hoops. Yeah. Um, so that's probably what I remember most, those off-season workouts, super cat, you know, strength shoes, strength all that shoes. hard work. That's old school. Yeah. <laughs> um, old school. Well, Thompson, it was great having you and awesome seeing you. Thanks for helping put this thing together. It's been fun. Hasn't let's, been great. Let's, yeah, go get, let's go get a little more run on. In. We'll, we'll get some run in. Only Weaver with the patella injury so far. Knock on wood. Yeah. Hey, bye-bye. Thanks, Wetzel. Okay, Andrew Brown, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Josh. Uh, so it's been a long time. It's been awesome to get everybody together here. Uh, what are you up to? Last five years, I've been uh, living here and living in Los Altos. Moved back up. Um, Five years ago, I started working at Stanford. So uh, I'm actually, I'm a landscape architect. I work in the campus planning and design office okay. at Stanford. So working on all the construction over there. Yeah, and there's uh, endless uh, construction. Endless construction, a lot of projects. Yeah, it's so amazing. I, I work on over there and uh, pretty good back here. My parents are still around. My sisters are close by, so. That's awesome. It's been and, good. and kids? Two kids, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 10 and eight, ten boy eight. and a girl. That's, I'm the same way. Are 10 you? and eight, yeah. Really? Yeah. We should get together. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, what I want to talk about, ask you, is what's your like memory? When you think about the team, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Honestly, I have like pretty strong memories of a lot of stuff. I think I remember, I remember practice, like the fun times of practice. Like I actually, I feel like we all looked forward to practice because we all liked getting together. And, like not all of us were like best friends in school, but we'd get to practice and kind of feel like the sort of special club, you know? Yeah. And I, I think about Coach Barrett, even though like. You and I, some of the guys, like we didn't get in a lot of games and like people always ask me about that, but like I have like really fond memories of him, like just how good he was uh, with us and we all kind of felt like pretty tight, you know, yeah. as a team. So That's awesome. I remember practice, messing around, playing a rat race. Rat yeah. race is the best. You know, it's funny, you, you sometimes forget about practice, but I do think, uh, I would agree with you. It's not the thing that comes first in my mind, but we did have fun in practice. Sometimes we'd have like the early morning practices on the weekends or late practices during the week. Yeah. And it kind of, it felt special. Like you were committing to something yeah. outside the normal, like every other sport I had ever played. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember rolling up like, yeah, nobody would be around and Coach Barrett's bug would be there. Yeah. He'd probably be sitting out there like smoking a cigarette or yeah. something. Yeah. Well, we didn't always know, but he was always spitting out mouthwash. So it was sort of a telltale sign. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. So what are the lessons, if any, that you took from that experience? I mean, actually, like, having now, like, a son and daughter. My son plays basketball, and uh, he doesn't like to listen to me tell him, you know, about how to play or, like, coaching him and stuff like that too much. But uh, I definitely kind of learned a lot about, like, playing as a team and, like, sort of, um, you know, it was hard. Like, we didn't all play a lot, but we kind of stuck together and, like, learned how to how to be a really good team together. Yep. And just uh, 
We all knew how to play the game kind of like right away. We all looked to pass, looked to run and move without the ball and stuff like that. So that's kind of like apply that to life a little bit too. Just try to raise my kids and teach them how to like play for each other, you know? Yep. That's so, awesome. So yeah, I don't know. Well, Drew, I appreciate you coming on. It's been awesome seeing it's, you. It's and been uh, great. I think we got one more runner here. I think so. I'm ready to go. Nice. Okay. Take care. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, David Jefferson. Yo, welcome. Yo. Welcome to the podcast. Um, Thank you very much. What are you up to these days? Coaching, training. Uh, Swagger Athletics is my program. It's about mental health and just teaching that game to uh, young ones. Yeah. In baseball, yeah. At Woodside Priory. How, how long have you been doing that for? Uh, 15 years. 15 When years? I was done playing pro ball, coached a little basketball here, and then I started that. Yep. And you coach baseball here for a period of time uh, as well? A couple years, and I moved on. Yeah. Yeah. And then what about kids? Got one kid, Bo. He was here earlier. Yeah. Four-year-old, yeah. With yeah, he's Br- cute. Uh, Brittany's his mom, yeah. He's cute. Yeah, he's cute. Um, okay, so memory from the team. Like, what's the thing that sticks with you all these years later? Uh, competitiveness. Me and Weaver going at it in practice. The uh, camaraderie we built. You know, all those wonderful things that carry on now in life. Mm-hmm. And when you think about lessons learned or how do you apply some of the stuff, whether in, whether it was with this team or other things that you apply, whether it's with Swagger or like with Bo or with anyone else, anything else in your life? Uh, just working hard, not being afraid to make the mistakes. And that's most important for me is what I teach these young kids. Do not be afraid. Get after it. Compose yourself. Uh, I make so many mistakes still. So if I can give them one thing, like keep trying. Never, never give up, period, point blank. Go after it like today. We're getting after each other, going after it at 40, uh, 44. So I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, we had, mm-hmm. we had a good little run today. Uh, it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. When you think about just that experience back then, you know, one thing I asked Weaver earlier was, you know, he walked in the gym beginning of the season, Weave. said we're going 31-0. and 0. But one of the things that was interesting, the paradox with that is I don't remember us ever openly talking about or relatively being cocky about any game. We Never all, we, cocky, yeah, confident. We, yeah, exactly, it was confident. Yeah, we've been doing we that since of, day one. But yeah, so do you think that played a, a major factor in it? Uh, Mr. Weaver mentioned it in a JV party, I want to say at the Smiths, and he said this will be the team to move on. So he already knew it was written. I mean, we've been banging uh, heads with each other since... Gosh, we were on the firefighters T-ball team. There was a picture of like my dad coaching along with, I think it was Grant and many different faces. And we went to elementary schools together and it was just meant to be. It was an era that was destined. And uh, luckily we all, some went left, right, but for most of us, we went to the same high school. So we could experience what Mr. Weaver had a premonition of back in the day. So it was pretty interesting. I want to say he talked about, was it our sophomore year or, or freshman year? Uh, he said, this will be the group to go to uh, win states. Now, he didn't say undefeated, yeah. but in our minds, it was, uh, you know, we never gave up. I mean, the, the fans and everything saw that. They were like, this team is special. How do you think the previous year impacted the senior year? You know, like losing to Seaside <laughs> in a game that we sort of, we I had mean, control of that game. They were better, <laughs> but we had control. I think that might have been in the year that I didn't even play. I, I didn't play my junior year. Got caught academically up a little bit. And I had to get my act together. And so I was able to come back my senior year. So I remember them losing. But I think, uh, you know, for me, uh, you know, being a part of that, I knew I was a missing link that junior year. And so for me to come back and play within my senior year, I knew Mr. Weaver looked at me one day, he said, let's get it together. And so I knew I had to because I was a big part yeah. of what had been fun for so long as adolescents yep. running up and down the street. I mean, I, I grew up on Fife. 
and we were on a region. There were so many of us around a certain area that played together and super competitive together. So he knew. And so that junior year was a you know, slap in the face for me to come back my senior year and um, step it up a notch in, in the classroom. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, DJ, hey, thank you for doing this. Absolutely. Uh, and it's awesome. I, I love, I run into you all the time locally. Yeah, right. I know we don't do it enough. It's hard with the kids and whatnot. You know, but. and that's important to kind of revisit this. I think, gosh, we're sitting on 20, how, what is it? 93? It's 26 years. Techn- it's a 25 and a half years, officially. To be able to see all these men, you know, go from where we were to now, it's no surprise that there's so much success in life uh, with all these men because that's what it was then. And there was not a doubt in our mind that we were going to be successful. I want to say uh, highest GPA in the, in the state, which I could have been a little bit more uh, on top of that. But to now see all of us doing something positive, coming back together and being able to still play. I don't think there were any injuries today. No. And, and, uh, and what about this gym? It's um, beautiful. You know, these gyms, I should say, right? So beautiful. I miss the old gym. Um, the smell, right? Yeah. And just was the classic. I, I mean, there's the pictures behind us right here. Um, but... Okay, DJ, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. I also want to acknowledge those that weren't able to participate on this. They weren't there, but nonetheless were important parts of this experience and journey. Uh, Those include uh, Grant Elliott, Mikey Smith, Boyd Smith, Dave Benyon, Vaughn Sumner, Ryan Derby. Always remember the the trips and the bus and practice, the no Vaseline. Now that the time has passed since the reunion event, I've had time to reflect. You know, I'm just really appreciative and grateful that I had this experience. You know, for me, what I remember was the character, you know, the coaches and the players, they shaped us, you know, and each and every one of us expressed enjoyment from practice, the grind, the loyalty, the thankfulness of being part of this. I don't think my feelings for this team or or these people would be any different if we'd been 29, maybe even nine and 20. And I know I'm a better person, not for winning again, but learning dedication, teamwork, camaraderie, having fun together. You know, these are guiding principles for life. They're things that I bring to work every single day. I bring to my family. You know, I bring an enthusiasm uh, or attempt to bring an enthusiasm unknown to mankind every day to work. Enjoy the grind, enjoy the fun, but also try to bring something together. It's that flow, that poetry on the court, or as my wife, who was a very competitive rower, would say, it's that moment of Satori when the boat feels like it's lifting off the water and floating. That's what we felt on that court. And, and I, ultimately, I bring that experience every day. And so for that, I, I thank all of the people that were involved in that. You know, I know I'm a better and happier person for knowing each of you. And I hope that everyone who listens to this is able to experience that in their lives. And, and I think you should strive for it. You should strive to make good, healthy, positive relationships and find those experiences, those connection points with human beings where you together lift each other up and achieve things that you can't achieve uh, individually. So I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you again. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe at your favorite directory. Until then, enjoy. Peace.